You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Talk about our collective experiences and put them out in the world and hope that somebody connects with it on some level. They give us a little feedback and, you know, you should like and subscribe to our... Uh, who is, is this? Trying to do the uh, the guy that's on the. Uh, <laughs> it's not like you're trying to put a voice on. Yeah. Just wind up being sad, Bill Clinton. <laughs> never, <laughs> never I've existed. Ne- I've never been sad in my life. <laughs> Something good for you. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good for You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every week. One of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting beside me as always is the one and only Captain Nunn. What's up, y'all? And we got Morrison from the Couch Potatoes. I'm a convenient guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, y'all. You didn't even see I called you a guest. I'm just like, and eh, we got Chris. <laughs> Might as well be a, a host. I live here. <laughs> I'll be on the Kiss podcast soon. I'll just, really? just be like, they fucking suck. <laughs> what about what about our Greg Almond podcast? Not even Almond Brothers, just, just Greg Almond, just solo Greg Almond. A lot of fuck the other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he died. He died too early. Fuck yeah, him. Fuck him. <laughs> Nothing but I'm no angel. <laughs> Oh god. And the one cover of Midnight Rider. Yep. Just the one. Yep. Oh I am yeah. Fifteen years too late. <laughs> Fifteen years too late. Now last episode, episode one eighteen, we talked about it being uh, it's been a week or two since that episode, but yeah. now we talked about that being Mikey's last show and since then we have had that crazy show at the milestone. So thank you for everyone that came out and had fun with us as we wished Mikey farewell into his Satanistic uh, tendencies into being in a heavy metal band. Yeah, he's he went to the dark side, he crossed over yeah. into the dark side side yes yeah but it was a lot of fun thank you thanks to everybody that uh, is listening that came out it was a lot of fun and you guys made it awesome oh no they really did and no uh, anchor control and body bags were fucking great uh, that was the first time i ever saw them really anchor control I was gonna say, have you seen the body bags before? I have. Okay, I have. Uh, uh, I'd actually, you know, like every live show I go to, I try to buy some merch or something, you know, to support the bands. And I was like, hey man, let me get one of these CDs. He's like, here man, take two. I'm like, ah, you're good, man. And he's like, what? Like he thought, it was, I guess he took it as a bad, like a bad thing. I'm like, no man, I already have that one. <laughs> I bought that the last time I saw y'all. You might have seen him open up for us last time. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just, I was actually having a ball during their show because I was just like cracking up the whole time because that. Uh, Tiki next to me. Yeah. And the lead singer, this song goes out to mama. Nah, 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 nah. I have to look at Tiki. I'm like, damn, his mama must have really kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite moment was when a uh, fireball walks in and he's just up in front of the stage, just kind of leaning against one of the uh, the pillars holding mm-hmm. the uh, on the stage side Hold or whatever. The roof up. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like uh, talking with Dusty. He's like, hey, Dusty. Hey. And Dusty's like, hey, fireball. How the ki-? He's like, how are the kids, fireball? They're good. How are yours? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Just in the middle on of the stage. stage. Yeah. yeah. And then like, then a little bit of, uh, while later, he's like, our kids are going to be wrestlers. Yes. <laughs> they're going to be a tag team. <laughs> 
Because like during a no anger control set, like Fireball picks up Dusty and just kind of like just yeah, a fucking like on, got him on his shoulders, just swinging him around. Like any t- every time you go to a body bag show, that happens mm-hmm. during somebody else's set. I love it though. <laughs> But no, it was it was a really fun way to kind of you know ring it out because you know Phil has definitely started as more of a punk rock band and you know one of the other things uh, that kind of felt interesting throughout the night is it almost kind of reminded me of the old Tremont days. It did because those three bands will play together a lot at Tremont and a lot of the people that were coming out we hadn't seen in forever and they were old Tremont people and not to say you know they have been also milestone people but just like the specific integration of people and the fans and everything else and friends that were all there just really it hit on a couple different aspects for me for sure for sure especially since a lot of bands that we played that we were playing with really aren't haven't been a thing for a long time either no those were like some of the last surviving few of like back in the early days of playing (laughs) yeah i was talking to a guy that uh i played a set last night with michael tracy and their uh bass player used to play uh playing a band that we uh played with long long time ago called like the the bucky lasters oh i remember yeah them. you remember yeah. that i remember the name i remember the name for sure yeah that's one of those names that you don't forget but i couldn't tell you uh when or uh when it was it was definitely a milestone day but i could not tell you when it was we nope, played the milestone so many goddamn times <laughs> <laughs> no but uh after that it was kind of a, it took a few days to process even like, even after the show, it was just like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. It's like, it went until, like, the day or two after when I saw everyone else posted about it. And it was just like, fuck, that really did happen. Yeah. It's <laughs> it a- all just kind of felt like a blur. Yeah. Tiki was hilarious, too. He's like, oh, this is a nice turnout. Damn, Mikey should quit more often. <laughs> I know, that's what I was saying. And I started making all the jokes of, like, no wonder bands do reunion shows and farewell shows and all this shit. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck. And it's just always, like, five of them, and they got to milk every dollar they can, too. And but but and also what I said on the post is, you know, it, all, it made me feel good because it wasn't coming from, you know, just an egotistical place of, like, oh, wow, people actually are coming out because they give a shit. It was also people are coming out because they give a shit. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what made me happy about it. I was like, I wasn't even proud just on myself, but I was like, I was like, proud on Mikey, you know, because yeah. it's like, I want the spotlight to kind of be, you know, split, you know, not necessarily evenly, but everyone get their little moments, you know? And so it's like for people to show up and recognize Mikey for his moments, I was just like, yes, we succeeded in that aspect. His mom and dad came out, and I haven't seen them since I know. We, we were... Uh, we used to practice over his space. I don't think I've ever seen them out at a show or anything like that. No, no, I think, I don't know. I feel like they may have maybe came out to one Tremont show, but at the same time, I also see Mikey sitting here going, no, no, they did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. Goddamn, I hope we see Mikey again. <laughs> what do you hope we see Mikey Cause, again? Because you know, he's like, you know, he's working 50 hours a week and he's got a band that he's working with now full time. And Well, I mean, I, this has been kind of my generalized way of doing things over the last few years, which is if you really want to do something, you'll do it. Yeah. So if he wants to hang out, we'll still see him. If he doesn't want to, we just won't see him anymore. Cause it just comes down to, it's, it's that thing I was talking about. I don't know if I talked about it on the show or if it was just in, you know, person, but it's like for the uh, retail company I'm working for, someone came in trying to pay for their bill. It's like, okay, I pull it up on the computer and I swipe their card and say, how much you want to put on it? She's like, oh, I, I don't know, whatever the balance is. Like, they don't show the balance on the computer. So yeah. I'm like, okay. I said, well, you know, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I explain all that. And she's like, well, 
I know I spent two hundred dollars on it the other week, and then I put fifty on it, so it should only be one fifty. But I think they made an adjustment, yada yada yada. So we we decided on a random number, paid on that, and like as we're wrapping it up, I said, hey, you know, if you go to departmentstore.com, uh, you can sign up and you can pay your bill online, see exactly how much it is. You know, you don't have to make a special trip out to the store. She's like, oh, that's just too confusing. I'm no good with computers. Wrong. Uh, if I told you I, you were going to get $500 sent to your bank account if you signed up and did it, she'd be pulling out her cell phone right now learning how to do it. I hate we, that excuse. We do exactly what we want to do. <laughs> we make happen whatever we want to make happen. Exactly. We're all more powerful than we think. <laughs> and I, Yeah. I mean, not super I'm just saying on it. I'm just <laughs> I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I've just seen that so many times, though. I think Cap's going on a juice cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> More like a soapbox with those statements like that. Shit. No, no, it's that ties into something Chris and I were watching earlier. Is like the king of juice. Yeah, what the was guy, it? The, the king of juicing. Yeah, and just like you're gonna you drink the life force. Yeah, the see, life force. See, and that's and that's what was annoying me about because it it's like I've been drinking green juice okay. a lot lately, and it helps because I don't get a lot of greens in my diet anyway. So this is just a good way to get it into my diet, and it's like. And he's talking on the, the the king of juice, the uh, the papa of pulp. Uh, <laughs> this sounds uh, like a Simpsons character. <laughs> yes, uh, he he's spitting out all this like legit facts about how when you cook your vegetables, the enzymes break down, and you know you're losing a lot of your nutrients. Yes, all of that is correct. And then he starts going. And it saves the life force. And I'm just like, motherfucker, this is where you're going too far. Too far. I got to watch this. Yeah. The Kotek. life. Was his name Kotek or some shit? Uh, the guy that was doing the review, uh, his name was John Tron. John Tron. But the guy, the guy's name was Oh, like I Kotek don't remember the guy's Kotek. name. But yeah, the king of juicing. He's like, it Disease free for 100 years. He died at like 94. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah he was pushing a book that said uh, your 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 ticket to living to 100, and he died at like his early 90s. Whoops. Then uh, then you could uh, go and take his course online for like a thousand dollars. Oh my! But for the low low price of 2.99. But then when you go to check out, it says 3.99.99. Yeah. So it's like they can't even keep their pricing consistent. Yeah, so it sounds like the worst cult ever. <laughs> yeah, because on, yeah, on page one it was valued at a thousand dollars for what you said two ninety nine, mm-hmm. and then on the next page it was valued at five thousand dollars. But it was like crossed out for three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. So like, let me just so randomly like, put whoops. in my let me just randomly put in my card information. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure this is totally safe. This is legit. God, so Juice King. Yeah, Juice King. Yeah. King of juicing. Yeah, I, like I said, it's, oh god. So no, that's just what made me think about it, where you're just like, we're more powerful than we realize. This sounds like some shit he would have busted out in his infomercial. See, we all have a life force, guys, and we can do anything we want with it. You can run through a fucking wall if you want to. Runs into a wall, breaks all his fucking bones. (laughs) I mean, all you said is you can run into a wall. I mean, you didn't say anything else after that, so technically... Technically, I mean, we that's can, true. Everybody can run into a wall. Exactly. We, we have that power, but running through it, no, none of us do. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> so no, outside of uh, kind of closing the chapter on that current book of the fill-ins, what else you've been up to, Cab? You've moved out, so it's not like we get our weekly updates as much anymore. Yeah, just my weekly updates have been just uh, playing more sh- shows with other folks lately. Yeah. Like I did two this past weekend, one with uh, Revelry Soul, and uh, had my first show uh, last night with Michael Tracy. Nice. And uh, we're going to 
Indianapolis next week to play a couple of shows and it's weird. I've heard the name Michael Tracy yeah. around for years. Mm-hmm. I think he was on the Tremont uh, farewell show, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. I have to find the flyer, but I think the uh, first time I heard the name was around those days mm-hmm. when we would play Tremont. And then I would see the name pop up here and there, like he had opened up for Bon Jovi here in Charlotte. And then uh, I think I did a show with Kelsey before at a fair where uh, he went on after us. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get, you know, no anything about him or anything like that but the guy in uh, Revelry Soul uh, the drummer uh, plays in his band too and uh, he needed a guitar player for these uh, for these April dates and uh, t- two of them were in Indianapolis and I'm like well these kids are taking off for spring break so I could use the cash so there hey you guys go. perfect <laughs> perfect so uh, yeah playing uh, some uh some heartland rock if you will <laughs> and some covers and things like that it does a bunch of uh, originals of course he's been nice. doing he's been doing original stuff here in charlotte for a long time oh yeah i think uh there's some videos of him online playing with uh boo english you remember him oh god yeah he yeah. helped us uh, record our saturday night single yeah I don't know. What's funny is we remember Boo. I don't think Boo remembers us at all. No. <laughs> I mean we're on his wall somewhere. That was chalk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that could have been gone in 30 minutes. That was like 10 drummers ago, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I said on our Facebook page, I said we've had more drummers and more people than some people have had committed relationships. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine guys like Michael Tracy have gone through like band members, like total, like just like crazy. Well, you never know because then you've got bands like Green Day that after they had a drummer swap, this was three the same three the entire fucking time. Yeah. So you never know. They've kept that one guitar player for the longest time ever since uh, they started touring American Idiot. Yeah. Um, I can't I think of his, his name, name either. If the you, one that looks like a chicken? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no, if you Google uh, Green Day, we found this out the other night. If you Google uh, Green Day band members, uh, it lists uh, Billy Joe armstrong as harmonica player <laughs> oh that's good that's all he does so whoever like put that together decided to have some fun <laughs> now nah, we've been uh having like game nights every week now chris will come over for it or like we've only been doing it for a couple weeks we came yeah. over here one night and uh played yeah. some games a lot of uh, uh business walrus Bus- business walrus has been the favorite like our friend, my friend Mitch, who plays in Revelry Souls, come over and played uh, Business Walrus with us too. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have Business Walrus listeners, you should go get it. It's at Target. Yes. It's really fucking fun. Yes. It's basically Shark Tank, where uh, one player is the uh, the loan shark or the business walrus, if you will, and then everybody else are uh, everybody else is the entrepreneur, and they have to pitch ideas given to. Uh, pitch ideas that relate to the cards that they draw with specific things written on them but it's all fucked up shit kind of like um, uh, Cards Against Humanity or like any of these other like adult games where mm-hmm. it's like you've got to make menstruation fun and shit like that yeah <laughs> No, that honestly, that game kind of caught me by surprise because I was just like, okay, yeah, cool, this should be fun. But like by the second round, I was like, oh shit, I think it'd be. Fun. This is gonna get crazy. I think it'd be fun to do a play around a business walrus on the fucking mic. <laughs> it would, but there's just also, 
I, the problem I'm finding, I've, we've really got to find a good, consistent game to be able to play on the mic. Because even though the Cars Against Humanity episodes are fun, there's still a lot of dead air. Yeah, of like true. trying to think and like distributing the cards. There's other games that are a little bit more fast-paced on like talking. And I feel like we could probably figure out one of those that might work a little better. If, Business Walrus is really fun in the moment because you're getting to play along. If we had the budget, it would be fun to turn Business Walrus into like a full-on podium game and have oh, somebody yeah no dude if we were able like exactly what you said if that's a good video component mm-hmm. and like if we were able to really stage things up that would be worth it but an actual no video medium and strictly audio and goddamn if we do video content it's got to be really worth it that shit is a bitch to edit it's worth it in the end it's a bitch to edit though <laughs> i can imagine so it's like if we were gonna do it i'd want to make sure it was like we actually had a little bit of a set or, you know, we did it up right and having it consistent. I have I think to that'd be fun and get a walrus costume for people. Oh my <laughs> God. Or a walrus hat. Yeah. Yes. A walrus hat. <laughs> Cause I'm sure you forgot one where like the tusks come down uh-huh. or whatever. <laughs> we came up with a rule the other day where like, if you are the business walrus, you have to finish every sentence with, or, or, or. one of Chris, the, Chris just giving his and then just looks at the very end. Or, <laughs> no, man, I had I had it down on fucking last Wednesday night, but the cap was like, I'm like, what the fuck was that cap? <laughs> I want to hear the clap. <laughs> and like every now and then somebody forget and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Or or or. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think any argument though is going to beat uh, Chris's cup holder. The yeah. <laughs> because, because you have to have your random. Uh, you, so the walrus picks your uh, card that you know your two other or the other contestants have to pitch their ideas based on. But then you also pick a randomizer card that Cap mentioned, and sometimes they can go to a single player or go to all the players. And Chris's randomizer card was just a cup holder. Has to have a cup holder. These <laughs> so guys, that was his these only guys argument. Pitched, these guys pitched. Uh, products for gamers. It was game rooms. Yep. I'm talking about state of the fucking art. One had an 80s nostalgia feel. One was one was modern as fuck. The whole time I'm sitting here back, just sitting here listening, yep. not saying a fucking word. And all of a sudden, I looked at the business walrus and said, "You know what? I didn't hear about any of those fucking game rooms. A cup holder, <laughs> a motherfucking cup holder. Was- you're you're." Modern modern system ain't shit when you spill your beer on it. That's why you need a cup, cup holder. holder. <laughs> Chris's cup holder. It's right up there with our hurdy-gurdy filled PCP. <laughs> or the weed harmonica. The weed harmonica that plays bad Neil Young songs. See, we, we come up with some... I don't know. I still argue that when a harmonica, you're doing a lot of blowing out. <laughs> it's not meant to get high. <laughs> then why is it a weed harmonica? Because it plays bad Neil Young songs. <laughs> 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 that was not part of your pitch, sir. Searching for a heart of gold. <laughs> uh, the last time we played, I went to uh, Cap's place. Yeah. Uh, kind of out of the way, but not too far. I was describing it to Alex. Because I, I drove there. I'm just like, there's no parking. This no, is going to be a city. problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we, uh, your buddy Mitch was there. Yeah. Uh, we all played a couple games in the Mad Libs. Yeah, he brought over Mad Libs. Like, folks come over and just bring games now. Um, but we ended up eventually playing Business Walrus again. Yeah. And um, I gave a, I gave Cap a card, uh, and he had to incorporate uh, 
Adultery? No, a part of it. Uh, <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> a part of it, he get so you have your uh, demographic card. You got to pitch a, a your product based on this, and you have your original hand cards. But there's also a blue card where you can divvy out to all three or single, depending on the rule. Uh, his was insult the person to your left <laughs> while trying to pitch your item, and I looked at Cap the whole fucking time because I was were... on his left, and I'm just like, "Say it, Cap! Fucking say it!" And those cards are hard too. <laughs> like they're not gonna see you were kind of getting kind of nervous because you were like, so "I what? don't know what Chris will do. <laughs> Chris <laughs> might stand the fuck up in this apartment." <laughs> I made a comment about it's like this this uh this uh, product uh, incorporate is for everybody of all shapes sizes and heights. <laughs> Those who know know. <laughs> and the business walrus was very happy. <laughs> but like I, it was it was fun. Like I just uh, that seems like the go to game. Like it's it's another it's a new gold standard. For a yeah. while, those cards for a couple of years, those cards against humanity. It feels like this mm. one's kind of going to take that spot of like the go to fuck yeah. you game. And we, uh, me and Alex, had watched something beforehand today, which was uh, board games that break up friendships. Oh, yeah, boy. Monopoly and being one of them. Monopoly That's number one. It's tippy top next to like Risk, uh-huh. Settlers of Catan. Sorry, sorry, and like some uh, new games were on there, mm-hmm. uh, like Diplomacy. Uh, there's a werewolf type game that looked fun trying yeah. to figure out who the werewolf is oh okay yeah, that, 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 I might get by that but we we were like well let's go to Target and find uh, yeah, that shit so, so, <laughs> yeah so something so something else led to that yes like, so yes. something else led to that so um uh, yesterday uh was uh my um, my nephew's birthday it was his birthday. And, uh, <laughs> you had that look on your face, my nephew. No, no, no. I was, I was trying to figure out. I was like, what is the proper lineage <laughs> nephew? That's what it is. <laughs> so now I, just, I was trying to figure out the right thing to call him. My nephew's um, first birthday. So my stepfather picked me up from work. And when he picked me up from work, he was like, hey, I got a surprise for you. <clears throat> I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he has me the bag of key lime pie M&M's. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, I've been wanting to try that. So my 7-Eleven never got them, or at least I never noticed them you know, over there, so I never picked one up. It's and, got uh, the sexy green M&M on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the one that everyone on Fox News want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, Look at that we were about piece to, of ass. And then we were about to pull <laughs> in, God. and uh, Eric listens to all the episodes, and he was like, you know, so when is Chris moving in? I was like, oh, he's already moved in. He goes, oh, so I'm sure he'll want some, too. He grabs <laughs> the bag and pulls it up front, and it's got, like, six bags of, like, the key lime pie M&Ms in them. I was like, fuck yeah. So we're going to have a sugar coma. I know he'll appreciate these. <laughs> and, like, as I'm getting out of the car, he goes, oh, yeah, I got one more thing. And if, and he straight up told me he got me this. I had just completely forgotten. But he shows up with the new Mario yellow question block Lego set mm-hmm. and like I was like oh shit and we come in and I was like Chris you want to knock some out some of this out tonight he's like fuck yeah and it's like you you always seemed interested you were just like oh yeah this is this will be fun but then like <laughs> we're wrapping up for the night and you said something that just tickled me so hard you were like when you brought that in I was like fuck yeah we'll kind of play you know that'd be kind of fun to do but then you were like 30 minutes in I'm like 
fuck yeah, this is metal as shit. <laughs> like, oh, got into it. <laughs> and dude, by the time we woke up today, Chris was watching YouTube videos on other Lego sets. He's like, dude, there's a Daily Bugle one. And he's like, showing me the YouTube review. <laughs> I'm sitting here going like, when are y'all going to get the Millennium Falcon? Well, one? that was the and other I'll... thing we had brought up. Well, so... We had looked up all the ones. Like, I had looked up the ones I had always wanted as a kid. Like yeah. the, the Imperial Star Cruiser, which was like, like a seven thousand piece yeah. set, and it came with Lego guys. Like it was almost like a like one to one scale, like for Lego guys. And it's like, oh yeah, you can buy it for like only seventeen hundred bucks. I'm like, well, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and then because uh, I was thinking about buying, a, I'm thinking about buying my own little cube just yeah. because like uh-huh. it looked so neat. I'm not even a fan of the sixty four Mario, but it, it well, looked cool. It, well, the other thing too is like we were trying to co op it, and uh, we're also filming them trying to make like a TikTok or an Instagram reel out of it, and like. It sometimes there's some projects that are easily shareable, and sometimes there's not. And it's like midway through, and midway through, Chris is just like pop, 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 and and I'm like sitting over here organizing for him and handing him pieces, and I'm sitting here going, "Wait a minute, this is my goddamn Lego set." (laughs) So I was just like, you know, and and like Lego is like kind of like cathartic and kind of like mind like kind of wiping for me. And I told him, I was like. I kind of want to knock out a little bit more myself and then like we'll pick it back up <laughs> I was like but I want to fuck around with those for a little while but there's like a lot more to go on because it's yeah. like very intricate there's going to be plenty for us to do yeah. I just picture Chris being like the communist Bugs Bunny our Lego set no no you pay only a screen (laughs) well and the only reason being is because you've only got one set of instructions like if there are two set of instructions a lot of it is repetitive yeah so it's like but then it's repetitive on the flip so it's not like I could just mimic exactly what Chris is doing then we can just add them together I would have to be doing the mirror of what he's doing Uh, sometimes it might be a slightly different hinge piece and shit like that so it's like in the future going forward we're gonna take photos of the thing and then use that that way he can use the book I can use photos and then that way we can genuinely build it up together and get it done fast and get it done put it on TikTok and that's what boosts you know what that's what I'm saying you're going I'm like I never fucking you never know you never fucking know what does it you know and I'm sitting here going like you know what motherfuckers do this shit all the goddamn time why the fuck not mine is a new account they like doing shit with new accounts maybe this is the one that gets a lot of fucking views and I'm like shit Chris, we gotta buy more Legos. I'm getting a lot of views. <laughs> I had, uh, so, Alex being the big Spider-Man fan, I had pitched the uh, idea a long time ago of buying nerdy shit and destroying it. Yes. Because it's cathartic <laughs> to, to take something beautiful and destroy it. All right, Rick Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, we looked up this $300 daily bugle tower mm-hmm. with all the spider-man characters and it was elaborate it had a lot of spider-man there was characters. like 10 or 12 minifigs yeah like what was even firestar from the original like cartoon show amazing friends show yeah, yeah the amazing friends they had uh their punisher daredevil black cat all these cool characters uh even like regular civilian characters were in there and i'm like okay yeah that's cool and i was just like telling alex i'm like yeah we're just gonna build this we're gonna take it out to like a field somewhere and me, Cap, and Alex will go out there and I'll film my first episode of, of Chris's Carnage. <laughs> and like 
And you won't know that's what's about to happen. And Alex will be holding the camera. I'll just be the, setting it up on a table. And Cap will be standing there with a shotgun while I'm yelling at Alex, Hold the fucking camera steady! <laughs> and quit crying! Stop crying! You're getting, you're getting tears on the lens. <laughs> that's when you cue the music. Back up in your west with, with the, the resurrection! Now we're going to see what a $300 Lego set against a 20 gauge shotgun. <laughs> the Legos everywhere. And then I told him, I said, and then I'm going to let Cap pop around in it. Go, boom! And as soon as it goes off, no, that's how you play Lego. <laughs> No, it's no, it's got if it's a guitar riff, it's got to be a Ted Nugent riff. Oh some God, shit. fuck no! <laughs> but yeah, so it's like we're we're nerding out, looking at all the different like Star Wars and Spider Man Lego sets. This is what happens when you get older, guys. <laughs> it is. Fuck you. We're, we're fuck you. We are adult men in our thirties. Anyway, uh, but we started talking about. It. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm just gonna get an Amazon credit card. You know, we're making all these jokes, and I was like, actually, Target has like a big selection. And then I threw out the side thing of like, and they've got card. Games. I said, so we could actually like legit window shop if we just wanted to go hang out at Target for a little bit before we start podcasting. He he was just like, fuck yeah, all I got to do is get my shoes on. I'm like, all right, sweet. All I need to do is like, I just made coffee. I was like, I just need to transfer my coffee over and, you know, we'll be good to go. Dude, as I'm going upstairs, I'm like, I'm just going to change pants too. So it's like, as soon as I get my pants off, I grab my jeans and I look over to my phone. I was like, wait a minute. It's Easter. I pull it up. I was like, it's fucking Easter. Because I just remembered that my store, my, my department store was closed. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Target's going to be too. And I pulled it up. I was like, shit. Ah. And I came back. I was like, no window shopping today, Chris. Boo. <laughs> Target's closed. Boo. Boo. Jesus, boo. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Boo, boo, the blue laws. Boo, boo. At Cap Nun on Instagram, C A P N U N N. Hope you enjoy your country music startup. <laughs> there goes that branding cap branding. <laughs> it's like live from the CMT Awards. It's, it's, Cap, it's Captain Nun. And with it shows Walker up. Jr. And it's Cap Nun and the Pistol Whippers. <laughs> he shows up. This award goes out to you. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh shit! We're, we're getting an excerpt from an episode. We're having a fan call in. Do you want to talk to him? What's up, Cap? This is Morrison. Remember that time we said "fuck Jesus" on a fucking podcast? <laughs> Chuck Paulson going like, "Has this gone? Has a joke gone too far?" <laughs> Unknown podcast. Is something good for you. Episode one nineteen. <laughs> most at com- roughly at roughly the thirty, uh, roughly the twenty five minute mark. Uh, <laughs> Popular country music star Captain James Nunn. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out to that fucking carbon moment. But then it winds up being like only Chris and I get like good famous from it. You're the one, but that's like gotten shit on. Like, you can't get back on the podcast, bro. <laughs> we're like, we're doing great numbers, but like. <laughs> You're kind of Alex Jones in this shit, bro. <laughs> Crash and burn. <laughs> Jesus faked his crucifixion. <laughs> Just say some wild shit like that. 
<laughs> you, know, you know what he's going to do? He's going to have one of those cathartic moments, one of the behind the scenes like Alex Jones did when he's like, I shouldn't have fucking trusted Trump. Like, yeah. Here's a fucking con man. retarded. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a little retarded. It's going to be Cap. He's like, I shouldn't have fucking let Morrison talk me into this shit. <laughs> we were just playing business wars and now I'm presenting some Antichrist Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Business oh, Wars brought to you by something good for you. Yes. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Brain Shadow Legends. Or those stupid fucking headphones. Something. Something. Good, goddammit. Something good for us. Yeah. Something good for this network, goddammit. Oh, God. No, but that's the thing, though, is like. Uh, Exactly what we were talking about a couple episodes. Let's find a fucking sponsor. Card games and board games sponsor YouTube shit all the fucking time. We just have to prove that we would use their content or use their product in such a way that we would drive new users to it. Yeah. That's that's mm. all the sponsorship it is. It is. It doesn't matter. And that's why, actually, hey, fun sidetrack. That's why it's so hard to get a sponsorship from something like Coca Cola, Pepsi, you know, any of these large companies because no matter how how much some YouTube star goes on about, you know, I love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's sales are not going to increase enough from that person to justify giving them any sort of money. Yeah, it has to be like a, it can't be like the name brand product. Exactly. Like you can't be sponsored yeah. by fucking Oreo. Yeah. Or unfortunately, Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a great one, but that's one of those that's like they would maybe sponsor an video, one video episode of something, not like an mm. ongoing sponsor. You brought Betty Crocker. Yeah. Coca is like buying fucking like football time ads and shit like that. Yeah. Exactly. And they're still not seeing big boosts and, you know, user consumption from those either no, so it's like people are drinking beer during football they're not drinking coke yeah <laughs> they're drinking bud light yeah so and if you so, were to, if you were to sponsor probably like a niche item of that product of that company yeah maybe yeah and like if they're like, really trying to push a new product like Pepsi Max. or like the coca-cola coffee yeah 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 and, and again like oh, singular yeah. episodes that sort yeah. of thing either way but but no find a smaller game company and absolutely all their only drive is as long as we promote as long as we sponsor quote unquote you guys whether that be monetarily or with free product as long as we are seeing a return in investment that's a good sponsor mm. so, which is why you'll see like for the raid shadow legends or the raycons they always push that promo code mm -hmm. use my promo code because they can log it and see how many people came in from that specific source to see if their payment was worth it so discord listeners check out business walrus <laughs> well they won't know that we sent them yet no don't check out business walrus yet hold Hold. Never mind. Don't, don't buy business walrus don't yet. <laughs> don't buy business walrus yet. Hold. Wait for us to strategize. <laughs> See if we can get a sponsor. And then if we get a code, then everyone go buy it. Yes. <laughs> That's the way this works. <laughs> and if you can beat me in three rounds, I'll buy you the additional packs. Oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Three rounds. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm definitely enjoying being able to do a lot more like gaming and uh, like games together. I've always found that to be fun. It's just finding the right ones to be able to play has always been troublesome. And also, card and tabletop games can just get expensive. So when you don't know if you're going to like something or not, it's hard to drop that 30 to 35 bucks on I mean, it for it to it's flop. A, it's an investment. It yeah. is. And I think a lot of it's, you know, if you have a core group of people. 
So yeah. like we're doing, our core group of people swaps out all the goddamn time. Yeah, but like so. the core, <laughs> like our core group right now is the four of us with yeah. a, with a fifth. Yeah, with yeah. Mitch, but it's still almost like three or four people mm-hmm. every time and like that's that's one thing is a lot of it's inviting others in yeah so you can always have a larger group so business wall was to be a lot more fun with like five or six people we gotta get johnny in on that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that'd I, I, be good i go toe-to-toe with him <laughs> i'd be a super fucking aggressive <laughs> oh you're not already no <laughs> oh god i was gonna say because by round two kate what- was looking at you like oh Fuck, he's he's know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea what the fuck I was getting. like. I you are I'm, the Brendan Mulligan of the group, and the reason because it's like yes, people can have similar personalities and like humor types already. So it's like you know to say a comedian is like a friend or whatever. It's like sure, whatnot. Literally that sketch though of like you know no the goal of this game isn't to win it's to have fun and you're in the, and you responded he was like right. Getting the questions correct is fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> but that is true. <laughs> I was just like, shit, that actually is something Morrison would say very earnestly. Mm-hmm. And then also when they were like, fine, we're just going to play musical chairs, and it clips over to him, and he's got like football padding on and with like a baseball shit with bat. a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like, fun. he's like, ready. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> it's just like, yep, that is Chris every time he approaches something. <laughs> now, I love games like that because you can get creative like I'll get out too. You got to be super creative like on the fly and real quick too, but that can be fun in itself too. Actually, uh, there was that Jackbox game um, that can be purchased on the Switch that Tyler played, that we all played yeah. in Atlanta. That could be one that we could actually easily make video content because there's a moving video element to it already. Can we, just we with some of those questions? <laughs> it's all up to our answers. <laughs> Fair enough. It's up to us if we can make it air. No, the questions were fine. Watch it was fill- our answers. This is, this is exactly how it's going to be promoted. Watch the fill-ins play Jack in the Box, blah, blah, blah. Pay the $1 where Chris Morris' DLC <laughs> and Tyler's DLC where it's yeah. just like, say it. Say windmills don't exist again, motherfucker. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The, the, the questions were absolutely fine. It was our answers that we were not going to be able to broadcast. No, I, I can think of, uh, I just thought of a game similar to Business Walrus. Uh-huh. I'll call it Illuminati. But <laughs> you, it's a Business Walrus, but you have to pitch me conspiracy theories. <laughs> With uh, the... Uh, pitch me a conspiracy version uh, for, for stoners? No, for, for technology. Yeah. And then uh, the next question, like the, the blue card would be for everyone, incorporate birds. <laughs> <laughs> but like that would be a fun game. I'm trademarking that. Chris Morrison, 2022. No, whatever what was your fun emporium? Fun, oh, Chris Morrison's uh, Imaginarium Imagination. Emporium. Yeah, Imaginarium <laughs> Emporium. Imaginarium <laughs> Emporium. Come and get your weed harmonica or your hurdy-gurdy filled with PCP. <laughs> or Chris Morrison's non-addictive codeine spa suckers. Non-addictive. <laughs> non-addictive. <laughs> Presented we- by Paula Dean. Paula Dean! Oh, God! This motherfucker's got a hard-on for Vanna White. Like, <laughs> wait, what? So there's, so there's like the whole like blue car was, uh, it says, the business waltress, business waltress loves adultery. <laughs> So you got to have uh, your product coincide with a celebrity that he wants to sleep with. <laughs> okay. Kate, Kate pitches Vanna White uh, with uh, like it was a vegetarian based. Yes, uh, so, thing. so you had to pitch vegetarian food 
with a female spokesperson that the walrus likes. And this was a uh, vegetarian uh, vending machine with Vanna White's face on it. And I'm just like, no one wants to see this bitch who turns letters. Paula <laughs> Dean will sell vegetarian items because my card was sell something that they're not expecting. The uh, reverse of. So mm-hmm. who's the reverse of vegetarianism? Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. <laughs> who's a woman who would feed you and fuck you? Paula Dean. <laughs> I don't know. I went with the uh, I went with the Vanna White. You God know, damn. Vanna White's been with me since I was uh, ten years old, watching it in Wheel of Fortune at my grandma's house. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, can't argue with that, well, right? <laughs> not, not, I wasn't there. I can't uh, get a good argument up for that. Like I was like seething. I'm just like Vanna fucking White. <laughs> but Paul, okay, if we're having, but a, Mitch, if we're Mitch pulled a, out, Mitch pulled out a fucking woman yeah. who was older than. <laughs> In the dirt she sleeps <laughs> in. I said, yes, what I told him, he's like, he pulled a woman, a starlet. Okay. He was like famous in the 20s and 30s who was still alive. And like, uh, do we remember who it was? Fuck no. No, I gotta, oh. ask, I gotta ask Mitch and look at his search history. <laughs> yeah. But he pulled We're doing a, this Wednesday, right? Uh, uh, maybe not with Cap. We're gonna have to do it. I gotta leave like really early in the morning Thursday. So we may, maybe. I gotta go to Indianapolis we. from Charlotte. We. I'll stop at Target only after work Wednesday. <laughs> but, uh, it no, can't be just the two of us. No, nah, we'll we get some other people. <laughs> call Hammer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Call Hammer, call fucking Paul, call fucking <laughs> call fucking Mikey, call some old drummers. You got, <laughs> you got plenty to pick from. Well, shit. I thought you didn't have shit going on Wednesday because we were going to do something else Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, not Wednesday afternoon. I'm talking about, you know, resting up to not feel like shit. Okay, motherfucker. Well, if I'm off. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and, well, you probably go home at like, what, six or seven? Yeah. yeah there we go. There's plenty know. of time to play some games, you old man. <laughs> God damn. But, uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But we'll, we'll figure it out. No, don't don't just divert. I know you by now, motherfucker. That's your divert. I've already made up my mind. I just don't want to talk about it right now. I know I exactly what the fuck that so, means. I haven't figured it out. So our fourth person, Mitch, argued against himself like my product he shit. would like, <laughs> i'm just like dude come on every time up. too mitch is like the most chill motherfucker ever too but like he was building up his stuff and he's like he tried to pitch a product with this old woman i'm like that woman's older than the dirt she's buried in man like <laughs> jesus christ look at her yeah <laughs> all right but, but back to okay so back to the other two girls though so paula dean versus vanna white okay if it's just being boiled down to a would you rather between the two of them, Paula Dean ain't all that. Well, we're selling a product, right? But if we're that's going, what it came but, down but, to. But I thought we we're but we're also going on attraction, mm-hmm. and that's the requirement of the blue card, right? So mm-hmm. so that if we're looking point. at the attraction aspect, Paula Dean ain't got much. I don't know what Cap likes. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'm talking women. from a personal aspect. I no. can't even fully Cap fully think of Cap was Lars. So, well, apparently Chris is, Chris is like, I'm sleeping where the money is. Yeah, I'm sleeping where the money is. <laughs> and arguably the Dean idea was probably where I probably should have pitched Rachel Ray. Well, see, this, this, is uh, where, this is where everyone fucked up. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it doesn't the, say specifically about the female, like, person. Right. But it says a person that the walrus finds attractive. Mm-hmm. I think I'll, so. I can't remember what the sword says exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, well, if it's it, was, it was something along the lines of like a, it was like the walrus loves adultery. Who does the walrus want to sleep with? Right, okay. Boom. Right there. It didn't say you had to guess. Mm. In the intro of mine, I would have went, Mister Walrus. <laughs> who do you find attractive these days in the celebrity world? That's a good start. Boom. Whatever he said, I would have ran with. <laughs> 
then it wouldn't have even then it wouldn't have even come down to yeah it's easy to do right now but in the heat of the moment you're just like in the heat Heat of of the moment oh my god that song has come up a lot in my world lately so i don't know (laughs) he did an 80s cover band (laughs) no more with like marlo and brad and tiki really (laughs) yeah we haven't played what what have y'all been doing Nothing. In the shade of the moment. Trying, trying to figure out how to get share shit through audacity. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, nope. I'm not even stepping yep. in that one. Yeah, it's just like great. Now I'm in 2008 now, trying I to get some there's, demos. Now there's a there's yeah. A, have fun with that interface. <laughs> now there's a few games we could probably play that are tabletop games that would be easy to record. Like life. Yeah. Life would be a fun game to play. Yeah, but that, I, I don't know. I, I love those classic traditional games, but I think I've just, since I've only played those growing up, I have just like the interest to play in the fringe new random games the most. Yeah. Because it's like, we would play Monopoly. Uh, well, we, we talked about this on our tabletop episode on the Cows mm-hmm. Potatoes. Check it out if you haven't already on the Something Good Network. Um, but Cap it's like. has a lot of things to say about the Palestinians in that one. Shh. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. Wow, breaking, break, breaking breaking news on CNN has now been discovered that Cap James Nunn. It's like my Jesus comments are controversial. <laughs> We've now sifted through his second show, The Couch it just, Potatoes. It, it, it starts off with the like the Bill Cosby thing. <laughs> <laughs> Full famous, full famous, and then just knock it out of the park. Yeah, <laughs> anti-Semite piece of shit hates Monopoly, hates America. This is where fame goes. Yeah, this is where, it's fame where it always goes. lands. But uh, but no, we, we played we played a lot of Monopoly. We played a lot of Clue. We played a lot of oh, uh, sidetrack. Finally figured out what that other card game was. Remember, I couldn't figure out what that Uno type game was, Based and I was in. just like, yeah, no, nope, skip bow. Skip bow. Skip bow. That Never was the that was the game I could not think of. Some weird South Carolina variation of Uno. Skip <laughs> bow. Hey, but hey, skip man, bow. you want to play some skip bow? Skip bow. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, bow. I skip you. Skip oh bow. man, that's not even funny. <laughs> skip bow's holding more cars than me. <laughs> You got more Shit. cards in your hand than I got teeth, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just a lot of those classic games were just the ones I primarily played. So it's like, I'm totally down for playing life or any of that kind of mm-hmm. shit. But at the same time, I'm going to be more enthusiastic about playing something new. Yeah. Yeah. Man, nobody even. Especially because there's been a lot of good new games that have come yeah. out. And a lot of them, you know, are a lot of like risk based games, you know, yeah. like uh, strat- there's not really a good strategy when it comes to look. Because you're you know, you're rolling a lot of dice, like risk. Risk. You can be the best strategist in the world. You roll five times, five things bad. You're fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like, and I think the reason I like Business Walrus is the main reason I've not really gotten into D and D or something like that isn't because I don't like a role playing type game where you take on mm-hmm. you know a character and act as him through something. I find that extremely fun. I just find everything else wrapped around D and D to be very monotonous, boring, and tedious. Yeah. So it's like, give me a game like business walrus where you do kind of have to role play as a certain character and really push a fake product and believe in this fake product as if it's real i like that opportunity so if we so if there was more role playing type games that weren't like adventure survival type like D, i think that would be really fun yeah yeah i'm sure there's a ton of those over at uh at target there was a uh, horror version it was like pitch me a horror movie yeah like that 
like cards get humanity mm-hmm. but yeah it's like uh, the the killer blah 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 is going after so and so yeah so, i like, think you told me about this yeah, a friend of mine she has it. i thought about picking it up for myself because uh, alice cooper's on the cover nice <laughs> um you know i used to love because we did that we were we were talking about doing a version of business walrus with movies yeah producer walrus <laughs> producer walrus <laughs> pitched me a movie with like this uh blue producer orca this, <laughs> producer orca yeah, yeah. man Nobody in my circle really plays cards. Like, you know, has I, a deck, I, well, I have a deck of cards, but nobody outside of you yeah, uh, that I know I, really I love, plays cards. I love playing cards. So I'll, I'll go on the road with Revelry Soul, and none of them know how to play any card games. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, right? And they're like, oh, no, go fish. I'm like, what the f- Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Aren't you in a country band? You should at least know poker. <laughs> this, is, this, is a rock, this is a rock band. Come on. God damn, man. Yeah, no, I couldn't. For some reason, just traditional card games never really stuck with me either. I think I love poker. I think if you could get an acceptable amount of people who see the thing about playing poker with people, there's two kinds of people: people that play for fun and people play for money. Yeah, I play for I play for money, but it's also a fun thing to me. So I could lose twenty dollars, okay, <laughs> but it it's it's what it's, and this goes with gambling. It's like what is something acceptable your amount to, your, your acceptable amount to lose? Yeah, how much are you willing to pay to play? Yeah. Uh, if I asked, hey, if we played a poker game Wednesday night, all of us chip in five bucks. Yeah, that's that's an acceptable loss, right? Yeah, sure. Let's say ten dollars. Okay, a little bit acceptable, yeah. But hey, high high stakes, high rewards. Yeah, high stakes, high rewards. Just like my boss says. Yeah. <laughs> five people. We're not getting into that. Or be the buffalo. <laughs> be the buffalo. Yeah, man. five people chip Bam. in. Bam. Say, so, uh, get a group of five. Twenty bucks each. Somebody leaves a big winner. Yeah, yeah. And you play till the end. you play till the end, or you play till everybody gets done, and you just cash out at the end of the night. And that's why a lot of people just keep going to like three in the morning, just drinking and yeah. Well, that, that's like too. the Sopranos poker game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're playing with David Lee Roth, yeah. and he's all coked out. Like, uh-huh. no, never play it again. I got twenty thousand shit to me. I love that episode too. It's just like, is that fucking David, David Lee Roth? <laughs> he's that guy himself. from Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Bruce Springsteen's, Bruce Springsteen's band. band. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, like. It's about acceptable loss, you know. Like I've played for twenty, twenty-five up to a hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, buy-ins, and you know, you, which you're still making it fun. Yeah, like unless you're playing like people you don't know mm-hmm. for big money. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, but if you, if and as you, long as you're not throwing in your grocery money. Yeah, like if I was not just, like, oh, I need some bread today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but like if let's say like me, you and Cap, and let's say Kate. Mitch, whoever the fuck, Johnny, I was just like, and yeah. Cap came and was like, hey guys, I can only throw in five. I would gladly be like, here's 20. Mm-hmm. If you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. Right. Just, you don't have to pay me back. I would like, I'm just paying to have an extra player in the game. Yeah. Because it's fun to me. Yeah. Gambling, gambling ain't shit. <laughs> to me. Yeah, but you're not a degenerate gambler. But no, I'm not a fucking degenerate gambler. That's why I do $1 bets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm and when people see me say that shit, if I say, I got a dollar on it, would you bet against me? <laughs> That's why I didn't bet a dollar earlier. Yeah. Right, would, so. you, would you? But would you? Like, if, I, if we were, like, watching something and you're like, man, that looks like so-and-so from that movie. And I'm just like, no, it isn't. Mm-hmm. I got, like, a dollar on it. Would you Would you be like, yeah, I might have a dollar on it. Would you literally like, well, Chris said he's got a dollar on us. So I'm pretty sure Chris is going to fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Because I've had people stop doing that with me. You know, this is like, no, it's a fact. Chris said he's going to put a dollar on it. <laughs> it's a fact. It's even, a though it's a, even though it's a fucking dollar. <laughs> yes, it's still, it's that extra thing. 
We bet we bet money. I, I won five dollars in one day one time betting on an employee because I was just like she's gonna come in late. <laughs> I, I got in. I got in on time. Uh, I got in like twenty minutes early. This other woman was there. I'm just like I bet you she's Julia. I bet you she's gonna be late. I got a dollar on it. She's like, how long? Ten minutes. She's like twenty minutes. All right, if it's under 20 minutes, I got it. If it's over 20, you got it. <laughs> she came in 11 minutes late. Oh, my God. I'm a, so I took it. At the end, I'm just like, she's going to go to lunch over an hour. Took it. I'm like, she's going to bitch and complain about something she should already <laughs> And got it. And she's like, I bet you she asked you for help on something she should already fucking know. Got it. <laughs> and I'm just like, I bet you she's going to bitch when I leave. I start, I start picking up my stuff. She's like, oh, you're going ahead and leaving already? Could you stay a little bit longer? I'm like, nah, sorry. She's like, well, I just I just wanted to make sure I had some help. I'm like, you're good. You're solid. Yeah. And then she starts complaining a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> I need my dollar. I need my dollar. Oh, you need to sign all five dollars. <laughs> yeah, because you don't use it for as like spending money. No, it's for my nieces. Mm-hmm. My nieces will have a nice stack of money when they get older that says "fuck you, Chris" on every dollar bill. <laughs> well, and how, 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 are, how are they going to be able to cash that in? It's just written on there. It's not torn in half or anything. Yeah, but they, but if it's defaced nah, like, to that point, they can't nah. really cash it in. Nah, they can have it. Back. Start coming to you for like college football bets and shit like that. Yo, mm-hmm. what's the what's the spread on the? Uh, I don't do spreads. I don't do points. I don't do odds. You know, I just you know, straight up bet when yeah. I lose. But if I do say, let's say we're watching college, college basketball, and if I, I go first one to seventy two, don't take that bet. <laughs> my dad I told like if you watch Carolina like this is a going off like gambling tangent but yeah, well, UNC University of Chapel Hill anytime they play basketball the first one to 72 points wins the game yeah like often than not clockwork and I said but if it goes to overtime they'll lose and I've been right every fucking <laughs> time Kansas for the final four Kansas beat them they got to 72 points first Ah, Duke shit. versus Carolina. My dad yelled it across the house. I was outside. He's like, hey, Carolina got to 72 first. It's over. Ten minutes were still left to the fucking game. <laughs> and guess what? Carolina won. won. Yep. Fuck yeah, brother. I'm going to start doing that now. <laughs> yeah, first one to 72, baby. <laughs> and as you know, college you know, college isn't a high-score game anyway, so when you get to 72, it's that's like that's shit defense across the board. Yes, really. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a, it's a, it's a scoremaster game by then. Mm-hmm. But like, like clockwork, man. I've done it. Damn, you're gonna make me start watching basketball again. <laughs> I don't even watch basketball anymore. Is, that's just the thing. That, that's just the Carolina thing because you've grown up just in like basketball country too. Yeah. Well, Tennessee. I don't know what the fuck country they're in, but it's it's football country without a doubt. But they're not good at it. No, but it's still <laughs> fucking football. They've been shit for like ten years, over ten years. But it's yeah. still always. I can't gonna say be shit. Fo- North Carolina ain't good at football, but we're good at basketball. And it's never been a football state though. North yeah, that's Carolina. what I'm saying. Like, what, what the fuck? Tennessee's just a football state? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. they're the Titans. Yeah, but nobody's really a Titans fan. Nobody's a hardcore, you know, fucking Tennessee Titans fan. I don't think so, at least. I haven't seen them. Go at, Houston Oles, at, baby. At none yes. on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me, I am a huge fan. Tennessee <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Name three of their quarterbacks. <laughs> I like to see this like him. Let's, like, the, 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 the prophecy... Of Captain Nunn is at the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing the fucking uh, 
University of Tennessee's there <laughs> as a guest because he's like, oh yeah, go volunteers, baby, go Vols. And then it's just like, hey, we got a video in from one of your longtime friends and fans, Chris Morrison. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> go Bulldogs! <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, Cap knows what I'm saying. He's got a Georgia Bulldog tattoo. <laughs> Rip him apart! <laughs> and the rest of college kids wrong. <laughs> and and Cap's like, no one streamed this video first? <laughs> No one screams Chris Morrison, baby. <laughs> and that's the lightweight rival. If it was like Alabama or Florida, mm-hmm. it'd be like, nope, nope. And then I'll just now. show a picture of me, him, in a fucking Alabama game going, whoa, go Tigers. Roll Tide, roll Tide. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> and they're just like, but they're playing the volunteers. <laughs> Good old Rocky Tide. <laughs> Give <it> a finger. <laughs> Last in the SEC. <laughs> Oh, God. This is, this is tar- we're just like future tarnishing Captain. I know, I know. In the future world of tar- Captain Dunn. Oh, no. Like, if people don't understand, this is humor. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, I can't. If I run for president, y'all for sure going <laughs> <laughs> to. What are you talking about? I'll be your secretary of defense. <laughs> hey, hey. They voted you to lead, not not succeed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome! All right, we're, going to, we're going to raid Yemen. <laughs> Why Yemen? Yeah, it's got a funny name. <laughs> we're invading El Salvador, <laughs> and, that, and that's Cap's official stance. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he did it. Yeah, that's his that's his campaign promise. Captain Dunn, twenty forty. He did it. <laughs> um, 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 he did it. He did it. <laughs> He's got promise. More at Fox News. <laughs> well, see, he did it is actually like a great campaign slogan, actually. Yeah, if you're promising, you're talking about yourself. But I'm talking about like it's going to be a he did it in a giant fucking arrow. Well, see, <laughs> but, that, but that's what I'm seeing. It works great in both ways. It works mm-hmm. as like a self-satisfactory thing. Yeah. But then it also works for the opposing team to use it as like, no, look, he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I'm going to run for president now. <laughs> Cap Nun president. No, that'd be the worst. It could be worse. You could have went to Harvard, met a cheerleader. <laughs> that flew over my head. George Bush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he defended Texas from the North Vietnamese. <laughs> he just wanted some beer and chicken wings, man. Right? <laughs> what, what the fuck? He's, he's wanting to hang out with some cool uh, some cool Harvard chicks and stuff, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's, like record, it's like record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> and then Laura Bush is like putting the record back on. <laughs> it's like, George, don't touch, don't touch my things. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you stop records, George. Stop no, no, it. No, it's Michelle Obama. Come on, George. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Michelle. <laughs> oh, oh, quit, yeah. quit touching Barack's record player. You're you know you don't. <laughs> We're going to McDonald's Stop again. putting CDs on the record player. <laughs> Michelle, you're my best friend. <laughs> can, we play, can we play George Jones again? He's my favorite because my name's George too. <laughs> that, that'd be like a good like like fantasy question. Like if you go back in time and just meet one of these fucking presidents in their prime, mm-hmm. like who would you meet? Yeah, and like in like 
someone who knows history in their I'm just early like, 20s there's like, like in their early, yeah in their early days it was like there's only a handful i'd really want to meet and i mean some monster human beings <laughs> like, like I, I probably want to be theodore roosevelt just because he's just a psychopath yeah that <laughs> he's just like you want to meet my daughter she's got a pet snake <laughs> it's like, i'm about to go wrestle a bear later on like, you want to join could, and you could imagine what a teenage nixon was like oh Fuck yeah, he was a monster. Yeah, so you know, it's like you, you know, know he's you know he went out to the black bars and shit <laughs> at a naval college. He's like, hey, hey, Dick, where'd you go? I went and partied, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm having a good time tonight, motherfucker. I am not a fucking crook. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a crook tonight, baby. So <laughs> oh shit! Thug. <laughs> oh shit! He's gone full Millhouse. He's gone full, full Millhouse. <laughs> oh shit! He's pull, he pulled out two guns. <laughs> Stand still, Rutherford. <laughs> Click. He's like trying to shoot a fucking apple off his head. <laughs> yeah, but, but a teenage George W. Bush. You, I want to get, I want to party with that guy, <laughs> dude. In the fucking eighties, he, he probably would have fit right in Nut Bush. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would have. <laughs> 19, I love that. Oh fuck yeah, he would have. Nineteen eighty-two, Bill Clinton and George Bush. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. <laughs> What about, what about it's, it's time to party, Willie? Because <laughs> Bill Clinton never forgets a bitch. Bill, you ready to smoke? Man, I've been smoking since 10 o'clock this fucking morning. <laughs> oh my God, they'd be Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, Holy be- shit, they would be <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Oh my God. Go meet Barack Obama and his young Kelly. No one sleeps on Barry Oak. And just snatch that joint out of his hand. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! What about what about Gerald Ford? Gerald Ford, stop falling down, man! Hold your liquor. Get up, boy! Get up, boy! We're going to the grocery store. <laughs> no, I'd hang out with Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter seemed like a pretty down to earth motherfucker. Say, he looked oh, like yeah. a young. He looked like David Bowie. And his wife looks like little Debbie. So I'm just like, I bet you they got down in North Georgia. Hey, you guys want to get? I bet Jimmy Carter been like, hey, you want to go throw peanuts at the Augusta National? <laughs> Hit the ball better, pussy. Chuck Coke bottles full of peanuts. Now the brother is out getting shit faced in the little. Oh Georgia no, he'd be bar. there too. Jimmy, just lighten up, man. Okay. <laughs> North Georgia, don't sound like you want to get your ass kicked. <laughs> My Fuck you, yeah. Jimmy Carter. Not nah, hang out with Andrew Jackson. That motherfucker's on the twenty. You don't put a pussy on the twenty. <laughs> you can put you can put a pimp and a man whore on the hundred. Ben Franklin. You could put him on the hundred mm. because he's got that disgruntled look. Like you ain't as baller as me. <laughs> no, you ain't I, never going to be baller as me. I, I do love the Ben Franklin face. That they've modified it slowly over time, but there was an era in which he had like this absolute disdained look, on, like mm-hmm. a very pained look on his face, and it was almost like shaming you for whatever you were about to spend him on. There's Just nothing. Like that is, <laughs> there's You're gonna no, spend me on what? <laughs> If you have a hundred dollar bill, there's nothing good you're gonna do. You're gonna roll that motherfucker up, snort coke with it, crank meth, whatever the or or, or buy something extremely expensive at the department store. You're gonna snort something or on someone. Yes. And you're going to spend it, and you're going to be a couple of them, on a person. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. You're buying someone for but, a time. But ben, and Ben Franklin been like, I'm down with that. Yeah. Ben Franklin bang hookers till the day he died, didn't he? Yeah. Man, I got lightning on a kite and bitches on my dick. Like, I'm being fucking Franklin, motherfucker. I'm the smartest motherfucker in the room. Shit. And I know not to be present. Dude, like the story of Ben Franklin like, is the like, story of Jordan Belfort. 
<laughs> if it wouldn't kill the algorithm, I would absolutely title this episode Lightning in My Guy Bitches on My Dick. dick. <laughs> oh, dude, we would, we would hit so many fucking rap things. Like, we'd be well, like, no, they would just bury it because it's, uh, it would have uh, cuss words in it oh, and they couldn't dude. show up at the search. Yeah. And then it's just like, hey, why are we being searched with like Run the Jewels? Yeah. <laughs> Lightning on my type, bitches on my dick. Killer Mike's just scrolling through, looking at titles, just going, Word. Damn. <laughs> hey, I want to talk to the guys at the Something Good Network. What are y'all, like a rap group? He's like, nah, man, we're a podcast. Yeah, we're a bunch of really, really, really white boys. You want, you want, he's like, my partner's white. He's a good want, Hey, Killer Mike, you want to get on the podcast and talk about Spider-Man? And Mikey's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then Killer Mike's like, you guys want to meet Bernie, Bernie Sanders? Yeah. He's the third member of fucking Run the Jewels. Would you would you party with Bernie Sanders, like 21-year-old Bernie Sanders? In 1965, oh, I would. Oh, yeah. fuck yes, I would. Because I remember seeing this... Uh, if you guys want to fight the cops and go to jail? Yeah. Dude. Pick up a brick, grab a bag, <laughs> and smoke a movie. Smoke one down. This isn't about if I agree with his politics in the slightest, but I saw a uh, thing. It was during the uh, last time he was running for presidency. Mm-hmm. There was a video getting shown around of him interviewing teenagers in the 80s and they're a whole bunch of like mall goth like punk rock kids yeah. and he's like understanding and actually like talking like in you know how some you know how adults can talk to teenagers and he's not they, being condescending they talk down to them and shit well, well not yeah. even talk down to them but like okay you can you understand the dad that's trying to be cool talking about yeah. Star Wars versus the dad that knows about Star Wars and is talking to it with the yeah. kid yeah Bernie wasn't being the trying to be cool, listening to rock and roll, talk to these punk rock kids. It was the, oh shit, this is a new version of what I was hanging out with in the 60s. Cool. I know where these kids are coming from. And was talking with them with a vocabulary that they understood and it felt genuine coming through them. So, fuck yes, I'd hang out with fucking young Bernie Sanders. That motherfucker, he would know how to party. He wouldn't be a fucking little goody two-shoes. He'd, he'd fucking knock a few back with you and be like, all right, let's go fuck some shit up. <laughs> you know? Hot shot a- first. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. is, you know, He was all about disrupting the government as yeah. a politician. So I absolutely see him being like, fuck yeah, let's smoke a couple doobies and fuck some shit up. <laughs> Neil Young's in the background. Four dead in Ohio. <laughs> No, it's, like, I, I think, it's like me with the. Qu- I think if you was to go like even further back, because I don't think people quite understand how fucking dangerous these people were before they were presidents. Like we've only had one president that wasn't married, and he technically caused the Civil War. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the president before Lincoln. Uh, I'm trying to remember his fucking name. But I'm this, sitting there going like, "Who the fuck was it? Who the fuck was it?" This dude, uh, he was the 15th president, and this dude didn't have a bitch untied to him. He's like, from what I understand, he had like a woman like every other week. A different one. Imagine if we had that today. A single president. A single a single guy or woman? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Not tied down with some marital bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no anchor kids to fucking worry about. I mean, right? Kennedy pretended to here and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck a lot. <laughs> Dude, his, a brother lot Bobby, his brother Bobby had like, what, seven, eight kids? I'm just like, man, his wife, God his wife is ruined. I fuck a lot, and a lot I fuck. <laughs> so I, I, uh, James, uh, James Buchanan is the uh, president. Now, if you look at this motherfucker, he's got this weird smirk on his face, and I'm just like, good thing you didn't put him on the fucking money. <laughs> because he'd be on the fucking money with a rifle and shit. Like, yeah. He'd be on the 50. He'd be on the 50 like Grant. Uh-huh. Hey, fi- the Grant, 
Grant fits on the 50. You know why? Why? <laughs> because you can buy a couple cases of beer. <laughs> <laughs> if you throw 50 bucks at the bar, you're getting done. <laughs> you're getting fucking lit. Yeah. Because Grant could get fucking lit. <laughs> hey, you guys want to get shit-faced and either burn down a southern town or uh, kill an Indian or two? <laughs> Let's go tame the West, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Bush. Bush. <laughs> And be a simple, kind of man. And this is like silver bullet, Navajo. <laughs> nah, you got. Did you, you call me? Yeah. So like you got like so you got George Washington. Yeah. Who was like the de facto ass kicker just because he's the tallest man in the room? Yeah. Which is kind of like true a little bit because he's he he's like oh no he's got a great record no he's the tallest guy in the room and no one wanted to try to say I can kick his ass right <laughs> everyone else is like five two fine he's the president fine he's the president. <laughs> <laughs> Ben Franklin's like, whatever, man. Just do it, brother. <laughs> Get blown. Get blown. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the visuals. He's doing yeah, the thing. So I just got a French bit on his dick. While well, he's got a kite out the window, man. You do you. I got my own thing going. And it's attached to like the, the like a metal butt plug in her ass. Yeah. <laughs> then you got like you got like other presidents who like had fucked up family members like uh, Sam Adams who was like fuck you yeah, I'm gonna burn some shit down like hey I make beer on the side but I also make bullets <laughs> and then you got John Adams like you need to fucking chill <laughs> right? and like you got all these presidents that we had at the beginning and then you get to the seventh one Jackson and it's just like that dude was hardcore. No one, a dude shot him on the White House lawn. Did you know that? No. Dude pulled out two pistols, shot both of them. Nothing happened. And the president of the United States pulled out a cane, this which was, was probably a cane sword, and started <laughs> whooping his ass. Dude, can you imagine seeing that? If some dude like that do that through a shoe at George Bush, and George Bush is like, oh, you want to play with him? He starts taking off his belt or some shit. He's like, no, nah, hold this motherfucker down. I'm going to kick your ass. Dick, Dick, find his family. Dick Cheney would be the, the one, though. You know Dick Cheney would be the fun motherfucker to hang out in Wyoming in the 50s. Mm. That tank of a motherfucker getting shit faced. I don't know if he'd be the fun guy, but he'd be the guy you want on your side. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's more. That's more like this big fucking ham fist, and I'm gonna crush that motherfucker's skull. And <laughs> then his wife's like, "You Dick, need to chill." <laughs> Dick, Dick Cheney reminds me of the kid that would like titty twist you and then take your lunch money. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's exactly what he. <laughs> Twitty, titty twist you and steal yeah. your milk. <laughs> but, ah, this is mine now. <laughs> well, nothing you would do about it. You no, nope. could do about nope. it. But like you go, from, you go from like you go from like the seventh president all the way to like Lincoln. Lincoln was a partier too. Yeah, Lincoln kept. Lincoln kept failing jobs. <laughs> like he'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing now, man?" Well, I was a fucking lawyer, but I ain't now. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do now? Fuck if I know. <laughs> Run for president, I guess. You want to go fight some motherfuckers? I'm the tallest man in the room. <laughs> and Lincoln, I'm president. I'm the president one day. Lincoln's the guy at the bar that. When he gets drunk, he'll start wrestling people. He was a wrestler. Exactly. That dude was fucking put you with a four-figure chokehold and been like, yeah. <laughs> Rips his shirt off. <laughs> got a fucking... And he hunted vampires. Yeah, got a, yeah. he's got a fucking hatchet, like a like a hatchet and a bear claw on his fucking chest. Yeah. First president with a tattoo that he got from Native Americans. Lincoln. Lincoln kills. He oh says God. his name, too, like he's a Pokemon. Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln kills. Well, we, we had another 
another president like that, Herbert Hoover, he played a Hoover ball. You ever heard of a medicine ball? Yeah. Yeah. Ever, it's a heavy ball. He played volleyball with a medicine with a fucking ball. Medicine? Holy fuck. And he's like, get on the ground, pussies. Let's do this. <laughs> he'd take his fucking shirt off on the White House lawn and be like, foom. And it's just like, is that a 15 nope. pound ball coming straight to my head? And he's like, spike. <laughs> but that's what he had. Hoover ball, man. This fucking dude was a God monster. Damn. And, like, he, and he caused the Great Depression. <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> time to play some Hoover ball. Yeah, play some Hoover ball. I learned two things. Yeah, Calvin Coolidge was fucking love to shoot guns in the White House and shit. And who says something good for you ain't educational, right? It's fucking educational. Chris Morrison, I can tell you anything you want to know about America and how kick ass it is. <laughs> You know, we had this Indian problem one time. And we got All real- right. <laughs> on that note, we're going to go ahead and dig on into our Spotify playlist and figure out what the hell we were listening Alex to. Alex has been listening to punk rock bullshit. Cap's been listening to fucking country. I've been listening to CCR. Let's get back on the real fucking notes. <laughs> what you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? I've been back on a Pink Floyd kick lately. Fuck uh, yeah. Had a student that's, how about this uh, one 15-year-old student that once came in wanted to learn us and them on guitar? I'm like, my man. Dude, that's a got, fucking hardcore song, too. Right? So I've been listening to that, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, a lot, and I've been revisiting uh, Wish You Were Here. That's probably my favorite Pink Floyd album, uh, Top or Bottom. Did you ever watch that uh, cut? Fucking stone. Did you watch that cut on YouTube of The Wizard of Oz and Pink Floyd? But of course. It was, but it was like cherry-picked songs? Yeah. I love that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? That is a thing. But they do the whole us and them when, mm-hmm. when the monkeys are coming. It's, or like the uh, when it turns into color and then wow. the um, uh, the money machine starts yeah, playing. She starts looking around. We're not money! in Kansas anymore. <laughs> yeah, but fuck no, bitch. We got to play a land of money. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I wish you were here. I love it because of Shine On Your Crazy Diamond, which is my favorite Pink Floyd piece. Like, like, I wish you were here. That's a fucking bad I love that one, too. You could argue that's a country song. I, yeah, you could easily play that in a country band, yeah. without a doubt. With uh, That's an English country song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that one is just, you just hear, uh, I think it's uh, David Gilmore when he's recording it, you have the, the really faded kind of... Uh, um the uh, record player kind yeah of? record player like tone for the song and it's just like a that air noise and then mm-hmm. you just hear him uh, getting ready to play and you just hear him cough on the mic he's just like <laughs> 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 cough snort <laughs> yeah. it's like, so no, like it's, it's like ACDC's version of uh, rock and roll like noise pollution he's just like <sighs> <laughs> it's like no we're keeping that we're keeping all that we're keeping all that shit uh, is that the same one that had Young Lust and um, uh, Young Lust is on the wall the wall and that's then, a great that was, song uh, too there was another one Young Lust and oh fuck what was another because they had like Young Lust kind of comes out of fucking nowhere because mm-hmm. it's a rock song it's that's, like arguably like their hardest rocking song yeah uh, oh fuck I'm trying to remember the one where they're like uh, it's not Young Lust. Uh, the lyric is, uh, you might remember it. Uh, which one's Pink? Oh, Have a Cigar. That's Have on, a Cigar uh, is you, a funk song, dude. It is. It is. That's on uh, Wish You Were Here as well. Yeah, Wish You Were Here only has like five tracks on it. Yeah. Shining You Crazy Diamond. Uh, Welcome to the Machine. Us and Them. Have a Cigar. Us and Them's on Dark Side. Yeah. Uh, Wish You Were Here. And then Shine On You Crazy Diamond part. 17 well, those three albums. <laughs> those yeah. three albums are fucking bangers all, all together. Mm-hmm. Dark, Dark Side, Side Wish You Were Here, The Wall, and yeah. then there's Animals in between that yeah. gets overlooked, but still pretty fucking good, too. Yeah. 
That's yeah. one of those bands where it's like uh, you know they're you know they're put on a pedestal and it's like they're a great rock and roll band. I don't know if they're a rock and roll band, but they're one of the greatest rock bands yeah. of all, just great greatest bands of all time. Hell yeah. 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 Well, Chris, what the hell have you been listening CCR, to? CCR, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we uh, we came back from the milestone and had a little uh, nice cool down mm-hmm. set of songs that it really it really rounds out the the punk rock and roll scene when you're just listening to fucking John Fogarty. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and Cap skipped CCR songs. Which ones did I skip? Uh, Low die. You skipped. No, that? I didn't. I, that's my favorite one. No, which one did you skip? Because we were we were going through them, and I was trying to think of Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. Uh, you skip. We skipped through that one. I think it was one that I've heard like a zillion times. Well, we all been heard like, them. Grapevine was one of them. Oh yeah, only because that one was like the it's like fifteen minutes long too. Yeah, so it's the Marvin Gaye version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that'd be that'd be a, that'd be a good argument when we come. Uh, well, hey, actually, we it may it have been that or Run Through the Jungle. They both Run Through the Jungle's the shit. I but love that. Fucking they both song. they both kind of start with that. Yeah. Or was it? The one where he's uh, looking out my back door, yeah. uh, just like freaking out. out but uh, I went back and listened to some of their uh, like B side stuff, like Ramble Tamble, mm-hmm. which is a fucking all mm-hmm. over the place. Song. People overlook the deep cuts. Yeah, but uh, the Sinister Purpose. I played it. Uh, I mean, uh, we were listening to it. I was like, "Tell me, this isn't a doom metal song, <laughs> right?" Sinister Purpose, and it's like I keep hearing that. I keep saying it out loud, but the way he says it, sings it, Sinister Porpoise. He it sounds like <laughs> porpoise. Porpoise, like. A sinister mammal, right? <laughs> it's a porpoise. <laughs> arr, 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 arr. Sinister porpoise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, nah, man. A lot of their like, it seems like they have a lot of greatest hits mm-hmm. on like standard albums. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, like, I, like, I know they were only together for like four years, but god isn't damn, that crazy. Yeah, from Canada. and that's why it's kind of hard to find deep cuts. Is like. Almost all their shit is fucking on four or five albums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's they have their like I have a copy of their like greatest hits on vinyl, mm-hmm. but it doesn't beat like was it uh Bayou was it Bayou Cry? Oh, fuck. Uh, let me pull up the discography. But uh, dude, they have a they have a Bayou record. It's mm-hmm. and it's a lot of it's run through the jungle. Um, well, see, Chronicles is that two disc set. That's, that's the one that got everything. Yeah, that's the best big one. But that doesn't have all the deep cuts on it. See, no. Cosmos Factory. Cosmos Pendul- Factory. Yeah, it's got some weird ones. So, yeah, everybody's got a copy of either the uh, Chronicle and uh, Eagles Greatest Hits Volume One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I just I just been listening to them. Um, I don't have time really to listen to a lot of music except for the ride home. And my ride home is only like fifteen minutes. So. Yeah. So Welcome I'll, to Charlotte, where everything is just a hop, skipping away. Yeah, yep. except for Cap's house. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and mine, uh, kind of a twofer, uh, because uh, we were, I, I can't remember, yeah, actually, I don't know why I'm trying to second guess. I've got everything pulled up right here in front of me like a damn idiot. Uh, last week, uh, last minute, as I was getting everything edited together, I ran across this band called uh, Summer Holiday, because we got added in a playlist with a bunch of other really cool power pop bands, and uh, this band was in there with a song called uh, Forest Hills, and I was like, holy shit, this is really cool. So it's like I dug in and I listened to the record, it. and I found another song on there called Subway Dreams, so I just tacked that on last minute on last week's episode. I was like, fuck it, I need a song, <laughs> and I really like this. Fuck it, I'm going to put it on there. So last week, that's what that was. And so that was a very recent discovery for me, and I was like, fuck yes. So I've been really digging into that record a lot. I tried finding information on the band, and it seems like it's just like a singular singer-songwriter guy that does like multiple projects and like just kind of writes everything himself. 
Hey. So whatever. Less overhead, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, and then uh, one other additional one I started listening to was, um, <clears throat> you know, those like random like power pop and punk rock Instagram pages that'll post like videos and people will reshare them all and everything. Uh, a band I heard forever ago that I completely forgot about, The Saints. I haven't checked out The Saints yet. The Saints are really good, and They're the song that uh, team. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees has a band, <laughs> and uh, the song that wound up um, getting me interested in it, which I'll go ahead and throw at the end of the episode. I highly doubt it'll be a problem. Is uh, I'm stranded, and it's just it's a great little punk rock power punk song, and just the, both uh, the two albums I started really listening to were uh, the record I'm Stranded and uh, Eternally Yours, and both of those. I, I'm trying to find more songs to kind of really latch on to, but it's like my ears always go right back to I'm Stranded because it's, it's just catchy, it's poppy, it's just really good, just rock and roll. Something Aren't, to blow up Legos too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, praise shit to blow up Legos too. Aren't they uh, from Australia? Possibly. Uh, yes, yes, uh, right here uh, out of Brisbane, Australia, formed in 77. Australia's got a great crop of just like great rock and roll that gets overlooked too. Anytime I go to hang out over at uh, Eddie's place, he's always introducing me to a new Australian rock and roll band that I've never heard of. Yeah, and uh, this was the co-founder. Okay. Ed, you, you can pronounce that better than I can. Ed, Ed, I was almost said Ed Kemper, but it's I not I did that. too, and that's why I was like, nope. <laughs> Ed Quaper? It's K-U-E-P-E-R? Kuiper? Kuiper. Okay. Kuiper? Okay. There's a U in there, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like hey, Chris is really looking at both of us in a very judgmental eye right now. I don't know. You guys seem like I don't. Know, I guess I've been exposed to more names than anything. And, yeah. You know. But but that also just seemed like a name that looked familiar, so that's why I showed it to you. If you were going to be like, oh, he was part of yada yada yada. No, nope. blah, blah. Okay. nothing. <laughs> okay, never mind then. But yeah, so definitely check out the Saints. It's just really cool, fun rock and roll power pop shit. It's just good, uh, good shit to clean your house too. Oh yeah. <laughs> And if you like these fun discussions, our Discord's been popping off a lot more here lately. We've been getting a lot more interaction and people kind of chatting with us. So if you want to have fun along with us, sign on up. It's I got in a, almost got in a fish, fictional argument because someone thought I was someone else. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah Eric thought uh, you were a Waffle House wizard in there. <laughs> <laughs> and, he was like, and I was like, nope, that's, uh, that's our friend Dustin. He was like, oh. Well, I just I know Chris likes to cook and he's like really good at it. So like Waffle House Wizard, like I, I forget. My name is like, Chris Morrison on the Discord. It was a picture of Hank Hill. Yeah, <laughs> but you're never in there, so he didn't see. There's a really fun Guns and Roses story on the uh, what are your li- uh, general music talk. That's a little juicy, but I won't, I won't uh, disclose. It's not that juicy, but it's fun. Oh no, not the band that had a picture of a raped woman on their cover of their fucking tour shirt. Yeah, <laughs> no. the band album cover. The band album cover. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, th- no, not that juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to dig on in and get in on all the fun action, like I said, link is in the description. It's like uh, the old AOL chat room days with an organized Facebook Messenger. That's basically the best way to describe it. So on that note, Cap, do you have any extra shit to plug that's going to be happening before you know, or by the time this episode comes out Friday? I'll be in Indianapolis by the time this comes yeah, so. out on Friday. So, <laughs> so random. Any- Indianapolis listeners. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's up there, I'll be playing with Michael Tracy. <laughs> Other than that, uh, nothing really here locally. 
Yeah. The next couple of months. Still cool. want to get up to Nashville next month. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to also. And Chris, again, thank you for so much for joining us and on the Something Good for You podcast. Roy Clark died and became Billy Strings. <laughs> we both know this. We know this. <laughs> and Captain, you have an outro for us. If you're gonna go to the milestone, bring your fucking ID. <laughs> don't lose it. Leave it at home. Don't be a jackass. No, don't leave it at home.
side note, I was outside with Tyler. Mikey had this little fucking liquor bottle, and he said, "Here, Tyler, hit this," and he drank the whole thing. Uh, God damn it! Tyler has type one diabetes, and Mikey didn't know that, and it was straight fucking maple syrup. Jesus Christ! And I'm just like, "Hey, Mikey, you might have killed a guy tonight." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.